Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I'm your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AW Dark Elevation. Marina Shafir defeated Jasmine Allure. Shafir came out without Nala Rose and Vicky Guerrero, and commentary brought attention to this. Um, so, not sure what's going on with this team, but quick work from Shafir making Allure tap out to an arm bar. Matt Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy were interviewed backstage and said that Mark Quinn should be cleared soon, but Stokely Hathaway and Ethan Page stepped in and said that Page will take Quinn's place for tonight's match. Page told Cassidy that he will learn from a real tag team legend. Emmy Sakura and the Bunny defeated Lady Bird, Monroe, and Gigi Ray, with Bunny pinning Monroe after heading down the rabbit hole. Big 12-man tag here as Ethan Page, Matt Hardy, Isaiah Cassidy, Top Flight, and Kronoske Takeshita defeated the Trustbusters, Sunny Kiss, Slim J, Jeeves K, and the Wingmans, Peter Avalon, Cesar Bononi, and Ryan Nemeth. Ethan Page got on the mic during the match and tried to give orders to Cassidy and Hardy, and then as Cassidy had the match won, he demanded to be tagged in, and he, he did the twist of fate Matt Hardy taunts before hitting the twist of fate on Avalon for the pin. Eddie Ortiz, I'm sorry, Eddie Kingston and Ortiz defeated Hagani Shino and Steven Andrews, with Ortiz rolling up Andrews for the pen. Athena defends the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship, defeated Vert Vixen, who's also glitched the gamer on WoW. Athena makes her first title defense and wins dominantly by submission with a bridge cross face. And then after the match, she smashed Vert Vixen's into the, into uh, her face into the title belt a couple times. And the main event was Willie Yuta and Claudio Castagnoli defeated the Workhorsemen. Uh, half to match Paul White and Matt Menard are just commenting on J.D. Drake's shiny boots. But Claudio gets to win the same way he beat Chris Jericho for the Ring of Honor World title by making J.D. Drake tack out to the Giant Swing. We go to Tuesday's AEW Dark. Kenny Omega defeated Hagane Shino. Rare Dark appearance from Omega here with his last appearance on Dark being back in January of 2020. And this being his first singles match since Full Gear 2021 against Adam Page where he lost a world title. This match was really good as I'm sure Omega is familiar with Shino from his time in DDT. And Shino got a couple close po- uh, close calls here until Omega hit the V-trigger and the one-way angel for the pin. Omega was taken to the limit but after the match he helped Shino up. Action Andretti, fresh off his win off of Chris Jericho, defeated Invictus Cash, uh, winning with a running shooting star press. Marina Shafir defeated Angelica Risk pretty quickly with the armbar submission. We had a video from Julia Hart where she says the House of Black isn't evil, they just like violence. When she first got there, she was a cute, innocent cheerleader until the House of Black showed her what violence could be. Um, she's bored of explaining herself, and if anybody wants to play, she'll be in the ring. Parker Boudreaux defeated Gus De La Vega very quickly, winning with a power slam. Angelico and Chaos Project defeated Jay Marte, Jared Diaz, and Richard Adonis. Angelico makes Adonis tap out to the Navari death row, helping Chaos Project get a rare win here. Tony Schiavone gets in the ring after and says, When you push the SAP button for AW, you hit a Spanish commentary team, which is Angelico and Serpentico. But in the ring, they are now known as Spanish Announced Project, along with Luther. Um, right away, I thought this was a little too close to SAT, uh, Los Maximos, who's been doing the Spanish Announced Team gimmick for over 20 years now. And as soon as I said that, I went online and I saw uh, Joel Maximo and the rest of the Maximos pretty much being uh, upset about this whole deal, which um, rightfully they should be. Uh, Tony Khan, I'm pretty sure you know who SAT is, and SAP is a carbon copy of that. So, uh, yeah, do what's right. Julia Hart defeated Sahara 7 extremely quickly with the Heartless submission. Jeff Jarrett making his dark debut uh, teamed up with Satnam Singh to defeat Dean Alexander and Rosario Grillo. Uh, Jarrett, I'm sure, is familiar to the Universal Studios here, his last match being here in 2015, but he was all over this place when he was in TNA. Uh, Jarrett six Singh on their opponents and then hit Grillo with the stroke for the pin. After the match, Jarrett called out the acclaimed and Billy Gunn and said that they're coming after them and the tag team titles. 
Peter Avalon and Ryan Nemeth defeated Jake St. Patrick and Sage Scott, with Nemeth getting the pin on Scott after hitting a neckbreaker. Kip Sabian defeated Caleb Conley with the Chaos Theory. Jade Cargill had the TBS Championship Eliminator match, defeated Dream Girl Ellie very easily and quickly, hitting the Jaded to bring her record to 44 and out. And Ricky Starks defeated Caesar Bononi extremely quickly by fighting off Peter Avalon and Ryan Nemeth and hitting Bononi with the spear for the pin. Starks got on the mic after and says that he has a lot to say, but he will save her for dynamite. We go to Impact Wrestling, and before the Impact, Shara defeated Jack Price. Uh, Price is one of the 2022 gut check winners and had the crowd behind them, but Shara caught him into a sit-up powerbomb for the win. Eddie Edwards defeated Delirious. Nice match here with Edwards reversing the Cobra Clutch into a roll-up for the pen. Edwards pretended to embrace Delirious after the match due to their history in Ring of Honor and Noah, but he just turned on him until Yurimura tried to come out for the save, but he got stopped as well. And Edwards is about to take off Delirious's mask. Jonathan Gresham makes his return to Impact and chase Edwards off as Gresham has now officially signed to Impact. Scott Damore and Josh Alexander were going back and forth backstage as Damore had to hold Alexander back and told him to not go out and call out Bully Ray. Tommy Dreamer came into the room and apologized to Alexander. As he didn't know Bully Ray would do that, do what he did, Alexander didn't want to shake Dreamer's hand and accused him of being in cahoots with Bully Ray. Bully Ray defeated John Schuyler extremely quickly after hitting a pile driver, but then Tommy Dreamer came out and said that he was done with Bully Ray and shame on himself for ever trusting him. He would work with him on Busted Open Radio and that's it, and ended with, Bitch, I put you on the spot. As Dreamer was walking away, Bully Ray called him a jealous coward and a nobody. He called himself a bigger star in ECW, WWE, and Impact, and everywhere else in the world, and called Dreamer a failure. He admitted to taking out Ace Austin a couple months back and says that he used Dreamer before calling him a bitch. Dreamer said that he was crying besides what was happening to his mom in the hospital, and Bully Ray says he doesn't give a shit about his mother. Dreamer said he, he wants the innovator of violence. Then they can do this right here, right now. But Bully Ray laughed in his face and left. So I'm sure we'll be getting this match soon. Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, the major players, defeated Black Tourus and Crazy Steve of Decay. Trey Miguel attacked Crazy Steve during Decay's entrance. The major players were able to take advantage of that and target Steve, beating him after hitting a Simone drop blockbuster combo as Cardona gets the pen. We go to a contract signing between Jordan Grace and Mickey James, where it's tentatively title versus career with Mickey having to retire if she loses. And as, as they were signing, Tasha's deals with Savannah Evans come out. And Todd just says that Mickey didn't go through the last rodeo because she didn't beat her as she beat James twice. And it's not complete until she could beat Tasha. But the more made it a tag team match for next week. We see footage of the locker room last week congratulating Mike Bailey for his match against Josh Alexander. Kenny King was there and ended up attacking Bailey before they split them up. Bailey got interviewed and says that if Kenny wants a match, all he has to do is ask and he's not playing any games. Sammy Callahan defeated Angels. Good match with Callahan getting the win after hitting Cactus Driver 97. Uh, Khan attacked Callahan after the match before Dino instructed Angels to knock Callahan out, which he did with a roundhouse kick. Giselle Shaw was trying to tell Deanna Peraza that maybe they should team up again, but Deanna declined before Giselle convinced her to use her tag team title rematch clause and choose her as a partner since Chelsea Green isn't there anymore. We see a dark promo for Taylor Wilde showing like this new tarot card reading gimmick and she calls herself the Wild Witch, so I'm sure we'll be seeing that soon. Bupinder Gujur and Joe Henry defeated Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice. Moose came out during a match and tried to attack Henry and chase him to the back with a chair. Gujur was still able to fight both Swinger and Dice off and hit the gargoyle spear on Swinger for the pen. John Schuyler and Jason Hodge had a backstage segment where they said that they both don't get respect, so they formed a partnership. Steve Macklin says that he'll do whatever it takes to get the world title, and we'll start with him taking out Rich Swan next week. And we go to the main event for the Impact World Tag Team Championships. The Motor City Machine Guns defeated Heath and Rhino to become Impact World Tag Team Champions for the third time. The major players were banned from ringside for this match, and the finish had Chris Sabin kicking out of a gore just to dodge another one and rolling up Rhino for the pin. We had the 20th anniversary tribute to the troops 
uh, show here as Michael Cole and JBL were on commentary. We had Braun Strowman defeated LA Knight predictably with the Monster Bomb. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler defeated Tamina and Emma. This match was pretty competitive from both ends, and it was Shayna making Tamina submit to the Kirafura clutch. Um, they had videos throughout the show from, tr- from troops telling their stories as well. And the main event was Ricochet, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre defeated Imperium. Fun and fast match here with the ending being McIntyre and Sheamus hitting uh, Ludwig Heiser with a broke Claymore kick combo, followed by Ricochet hitting a shooting star press for the win. We go to MLW Fusion, as I'll be covering this on Shot in the Dark now that there is no more reports on post-wrestling, so I'll be talking about it here. And we go into week three of the Super Series here. First match being Star Roger, a local wrestler defeating another local wrestler named Cosmos. They're both from Mucha Lucha Atlanta, which is a promotion they're working with. Good showing from these two wrestlers. Um, it's the first time seeing either one of them with Roger winning after hitting a top rope Spanish fly. We get an update from the brawl last week between Alex Hammerstone and EJ and Duca, where Hammerstone ended up getting 52 stitches for a hole under his bottom lip. Matt Kruger and Mance Warner both cut promos on each other ahead of their match next week. In a main event here, Davey Richards defended the National Openweight Championship against SB Kento from Dragon Gate, who's making his MLW debut. Really good match here from both, but Richard was able to hit the brain buster and put on the ankle lock as Kento taps out. After the match, Richards to- told Alex Kane, Alex Kane that he's coming after him and the Opera Cup. Women of Wrestling, Exile, the team of Genesis, Exodus, accompanied by Malia Hosaka, make their return to WoW, and they beat Coach Campanelli and Randy Rara. It was supposed to be Randy and Coach versus Adrian and Gambino and Gigi Gianni, but Gambino didn't come out, and then Gianni got interrupted and jumped by Exile. Uh, Hosaka interrupted and hit the TKO on Randy Rara as Genesis gets the pin on Randy. Exodus is actually KXT, who's uh, been in GCW's Bloodsport. Vicky Lynn McCoy making her debut indie wrestler known as Kelsey Lynn and Lana Starr's newest client defeated Chantilly Cella with a spinning powerbomb. Jesse Jones defeated the disciplinarian by disqualification after Samantha Smart hit her over the head with her ruler. Uh, Jones attacked Smart after until Ice Cold came out and joined in on attacking Jones. Jones got saved by Sahara Spars and Americana and asked for a six-person match next week because of this. Leia Makoa defeated Wrecking Ball with a Coconut Crusher to end the show. We go to NWUSA where the Championship Series first round ends. First match was Taya Valkyrie versus the debuting La Rosa Negra. Um, this is a little awkward. So before the match, Taya Valkyrie says that how much of a how much of an honor it is to step into the ring with her. But then the match kind of awkwardly ended at a freeze frame as Taya was hitting double knees to Rosa. And they went into a, a message on the screen that says that during the course of the match, La Rosa Negra suffered serious internal injury at the hands of Taya Valkyrie, causing NWA officials to suspend this champion series match. Unfortunately, Taya would choose to ignore NWA officials and continue to assault a prone Rosa. As a result, Team Pretty received three points for disqualification. And NWUSA uh, GM Tim Storm has suspended Taya until 2023 due to the severity of La Rosa Negra injuries and the resultant actions from Taya Valkyrie, the remainder of the match will not be broadcast. So I'm not sure what happened here, but a very interesting way to end the show. As rest of the, as the rest of the show goes, Mercurio defeated Joe Al- Alonzo with a Unprettier to give Team Rebellion 6 points, Genocide defeated Ella Envy with a Knockout Knee to give Team Rock and Roll 5 points, and Maxine Paler and Ashley Dumbois, who's making her NWA debut, defeated Natalia Markova and Roxy with Max destroying Roxy with a Lariat for the pen, giving Team Rebellion 5 points. NWA Power has the start of the second round of the Champion Series, as Trevor Murdoch versus Jack Stane ended in a time limit draw, giving both Team Tyrus and Team Rebellion two points. Bully Ray, Tom Latimer, and Judas defeated Dak Draper, Mims, and Chris Adonis after they hit the 3D, and Latimer pinned Draper to give Team Great five points. Kylan King defeated As- um, Allison K by submission with a crossface, giving Team Rebellion six points, and Alex Taylor defeated PJ Hawks with a schoolboy to give five points to Team Rock and Roll. 
On NXT Level Up, the Diaz ripped Fowler and Jacker Reed, defeated Bronco Lima and Lucian Price, with Fowler, Fowler getting a pin on Price after the Diaz hit a double codebreaker. Ivy Nile defeated Lash Legend, nice ending sequence with Nile reversing a gut rush suplex attempt into a diamond chain submission as the Legend quickly taps out. And Andre Chase and Duke Hudson of Chase U defeated Javier Burnout and Zion Quinn, fun match here with Chase pinning Burnout after hitting the Fratliner. New Japan Strong, Bateman defeated Jacob Austin Young with a Tombstone Piledriver. Kenta defeated Bad Dude Tito. This is Kenta's first match on Strong since February of 2021. He won in cheating fashion, though, pushing the referee away, kicking Tito down low and into a roll-up for the pin. And the Motor City Machine Guns defend the Strong Openweight Tag Team Championship against Barrett Brown and Mysterioso of Stray Dog Army. Uh, this is Motor City Machine Guns' official Strong debut as they won the titles on the Rumble 44, 44th Street Special. Chris Saban pinned Brown after they hit the Infinity Bomb. On WWE main event, Dana Brooke defeated the debuting Brianna Ray, who uh, formerly known, or I guess also known as Kylie Ray, making her WWE debut here under her real name. Commentary mentioned her history in the Indies. A great showing from Ray's expected the crowd was really behind her, but Brooke was able to fight her off the top rope and hit a swanton for the pin. Uh, before the main event, Mustafa Ali was backstage with Cedric Alexander, and they showed, a fr- they showed that they were frustrated about having hard times lately. Cedric tried to cheer him up, but Ali told him that he's going to do things the way he wants to do them. Uh, they had a run-in with Idris and Elfay and Malik Blade, and Mustafa Ali didn't really want anything to do with them. And they go into the match as Cedric Alexander and Ali defeated Idris and Elfay and Malik Blade uh, in their debut on main event. Cedric and Ali's team seemed a little bit shaky at first, but Ali hit the 450 splash on Blade for the pin and the win. The WWE Network editions of the week were ICW Fear and Loathing 15, uh, Night 3 of the WXW World Tag Team Festival, as well as... Um, Episode 10, 10 episodes of WWF Championship Wrestling from 1980. This is making the first, making it the first time that full episodes of Championship Wrestling were ever uploaded to either Peacock or the WWE Network. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. <laughs>